Dorkiest Timeline Podcast, the tangent of the two fanboys and one filthy casual podcast. My name is Prisha. <laughs> I'm Dennis. This is Lewis. My name is Harold. And welcome. We are back again, January 2022. This is our first episode of the new year. Happy New Year, guys. Yay. Yay. I know it's crazy, right? Yeah, it, I got a little pump tie. I'm not like it, not used it, to it. It's so different from last year. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of because we're all at our respective homes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with the rise of Omicron and maybe uh, you know someone's back in the office surrounded by people. We thought Dirty, it'd be best. filthy people. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it'd be best to be safe, so we're all at home. <laughs> yep. New year, same new year, same as the last, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this new year, uh, same as two years ago. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Happy two two COVID years old, guys. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> uh, COVID season three. Yeah, I know. The baby we we uh, we never wanted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they say season three is when the the series gets really good. So let's hope the series just ends. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for now. it to end. Yeah, maybe. Yeah let's, yeah, let's let it do like a firefly and just end after season two. Oh, I was hoping season one, but yeah. Anyway, no, this needs to be a this needs to be a British uh, TV show and only have six episodes and end after two seasons. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, I, you I think, I think that's what the um, that's what the British and the Australians want to do, right? I mean, they're they're uh, trying to uh, just say "eff it," whoever survives survives. <laughs> I know it's very 28 days later, but hey, you know what yeah. <laughs> works for them. You know they're they're in islands, so I, I think they can do that, right? I don't know. That's I don't know my true. geography. They can, yeah, they already are self isolating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they kicked the number one tennis player out of their country. So. Yeah. Kick <laughs> <laughs> that Djokovic. <laughs> yeah, that piece of news is like just for like fodder for this podcast. I'm like Djokovic got kicked out of Australia. <laughs> Excellent. The Djokovic wow. is on him. <laughs> ah, stupid. That's, that's awesome. That's the joke. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> the Djokovic. <laughs> oh, it sounds like joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, joke. gotcha. Okay. Yes, you son of a Djokovic. This is a, these, these are the jokes for 2022. There you go. Let's get it out. And now. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Where else can you find discussions like this? I guess uh, there are other podcasts. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, higher quality podcasts. If, if, you, if you go to the uh, 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 others like this, just click on them. And it'll, it'll sound true. pretty much the same. Yeah, we uh, have, there's always, always a suggestion. A suggestion. Yeah, but, but unlike those other podcasts, we're four for four with glasses today. So take that. <gasps> oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Take that, that vision what industry. Means now we have to wear glasses. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, only glasses. Glasses only. No contacts. No LASIK. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Imagine seeing. Whatever. <laughs> Imagine swimming and knowing that there's a shark in front of you. <laughs> We're just seeing where the hell you're what going. What the dude. heck was that? <laughs> what? Remember when we used to go boogie boarding and we'd have no idea that there was like something in front of us? <laughs> yeah, but never a shark. Okay, okay. How would you know though? Yeah, we wouldn't know. 
Touche. Yeah. Could have been a shark. It could well, have I'm been four dudes holding alive. hands. <laughs> yeah. Are that's that. Yeah, that's gonna be this year's theme, Curtis. Thanks for that. It could have been a shark. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the possibilities. Yeah. Whenever things get too weird, it could have been a shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into this, you know, the future and this year and 2022 and whatever, whatever is going to happen this year, let's take a look back. And I think that's the point of the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Our uh, subject is a little look back on, you know, things in 2021 that didn't suck so bad. <laughs> oh, wait. I wait, like the, that. I like that thing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> things that Amazing. didn't suck it's not what's great suck. it's what didn't suck <laughs> at least it wasn't yeah. a shark <laughs> <laughs> there you go see yeah, yeah. it works yeah exactly yeah perfect 2021 at least <laughs> it wasn't a shark 2021 <laughs> at least it wasn't jellyfish yeah. <laughs> uh, um, or any other under underwater creature mm-hmm, you don't need mm-hmm. that no no Oh, okay. So, Louis, why don't you uh, explain to us what the um, I mean, uh, it's, it sounds normal, but the way you were explaining it, I got to tell you, I was having conniptions when I was trying to read read the instructions you guys were giving. Well, okay, so so what Kersha, uh premised is basically what we want to do today. Every other podcast and uh, and social media outlet out there, I'm sure, is pulling out their best of the 2021, the year 2021, and all that good stuff. But um, what I wanted to do is kind of change it up and make it a little different. Like, so let's make it fun. Let's make it a, a little maybe the best uh, of superlatives of 2021, or the deep cuts of 2021, or just the odd things that made 2021 kind of unique and different. Now, uh, you know, talking with Harold and chatting with everybody on the uh, on on messenger i think what we want to do is can yeah like i said just make it different make it fun um anybody can say their favorite movie of this last year was whatever or their favorite streaming shoes uh, is this or that but yeah like i said let's let's be a little different and whatnot um let's let's make it our so uh i think that's what made this group so fun is our creativity um as as, as much as we are four friends who've been together for however long uh you know i, I think we all kind of got our own little niches so yeah uh, I, I think that's the best way that I can introduce it. I honestly have no idea what everybody else has prepared for this last year, but yeah, let's get kind of right into it. So um, if you guys want, I can start off first um, and, and then everybody can kind of pick up from there. What, what do you guys think? Sounds good to me. All right. I, I'm, I'm seeing two nods and Harold has checked out. So <laughs> I mean, I'm we gonna, all knew you were going anyways. So yeah. Like, well, you know, I, I wanted to volunteer it. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So 2021 for me was the year of the bad dads. Um, it was a great year in pop culture. Uh, yes, we reopened movie theaters and streaming services were still going strong and video games and streaming on Twitch and whatnot is still like yeah, the peak that it was back in 2020 and everybody found that entertainment. But um, so, yeah, one of my favorite themes, I don't think it was made on purpose, but just bad dads in pop culture this last year. So I'm going to talk about or not talk about all of them, but like we got great examples out of like Omni-Man on one of the best TV, uh, cartoons on Amazon Prime, the uh, Invincible um, from Boys. The Boys season two also dropped this year or this past year and introduced us to Homelander the evil superman but he also turned out to be a horrible dad um and i i I, it was a it was a bit of a deep cut but i totally forgot that coming to america came out this last year too 
And Eddie Murphy's character was unfortunately also a a bad dad. Like he was horrible. He was not very nice to his actual daughters. And then he had to do like this mad uh, pull to uh, to get this um, son of his that he didn't even know about. And so just in general, just not uh, not a good look for fathers in in, in this past year. And uh, last but not least, one of my favorite. Um, well, not deep cut, but one of my favorite bad dads, but kind of redeemed himself at the end would be, well, Wen Wu from one of my favorite movies of the last year, Shang-Chi. So if you don't know uh, who Wen Wu is, then uh, you know, fire up your Disney Plus, watch Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings immediately if you haven't seen it. Because if you don't fall in love with him, uh, you may want to get your uh, pulse checked. As much as I love Simu Liu as the, t- the titular character, I think... Uh, when the, uh, the, his dad stole the show, um, I, and of course he stole the show, and I cannot remember his name, the actor's name at least, but um, I'm sorry, what was that? Tony Lung? Tony, thank you, Kirja. Tony Lung stole the show for me, and for, uh, and for a lot of people, they, he stole everybody's hearts. So yeah, uh, 2021, the year of bad dads, but you know, it's what made, what's made, excuse me, it made pop culture fun this last year. Good one. Um, Very nice. Thank you. I tried. I tried. So, yeah. So, wait. Uh, was that the worst? Uh, as you're talking about. No, I uh, mean, it's just like the, the theme or one of the themes that I picked out of, uh, out of 2021. So, like I said, instead of just going, uh, you know, Invincible was my favorite cartoon. I just like, hey, you know what I just noticed? There's a lot of bad dads in, in movies uh, and, and TV shows. So, so what if yeah. there was a movie about uh, sarcastic dads to talk about, um, you know, headsets? Excuse me? <laughs> Oh yeah, that the, that that would be my show. <laughs> Calling out my own son. I just got it. <laughs> I'm just continuing the theme because I told which, him. Which Lewis, by the way, stop stop putting the microphone towards your face because uh oh, it, 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 am it, I yelling? Making distortion distortion noises. Oh my bad. Okay, how about that now? Maybe I should have gotten the other headphones. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but that stays in the 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 cave though. Right, that's what I tell them. <laughs> So, uh, H, long story, but I like that. Thanks, Lou. Uh, I can't think of any other dads. I mean, um, oh, actually, no. Um, wor- uh, like, um, the uh, worst dads, since it's, it, this is, that's the theme, um, uh, uh, honorable mention to uh, Ralph Macho in, uh, in Karate Kid. Because, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yes. if you, if, uh, for those people who listen to Two Fanboys and Fully Casual, you know that uh, slowly but surely uh, Ralph Macho's Daniel LaRusso is going my way, the way of uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man for me. So more and more I watch that show, the more I don't like the guy. So I, there you, you know go. what I just, you know what I just found out today, Dan and Lou, and I guess Chris is um, Daniel LaRusso's real life daughter is in the show, hmm? and she looks just like him. And I didn't even realize how much she looks just like him. Um, she she is his cousin. Oh, the um, is it the Psych- uh, the, the psychiatrist? Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you look at her face, side to side, side by side with a uh, with a uh, um, Daniel Larusso, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> yeah, they look exactly the same. So, further proof that he's not a great dad. If that's the best role you can get your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Like, this is your friend. This is your franchise guy. <laughs> yeah. You're okay, in so for five try, minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna try my hat here because Lou, because um, I I gotta tell you I've been. Uh, racking my brain trying to figure out uh, what uh, like best ofs. So um, I'm gonna pull a Lewis and go first, um, so that um, <laughs> uh, 
so that I can try to, um, um, you know, do do it right. Um, I'm going to go, you know, one thing I noticed with 2021, with everything that's been going on, you know, with uh, COVID happening, um, you know, people's, it almost seems like people have forgotten how to be human beings uh, or and how, you know, especially since we're opening it up um, and, and going back to um, society, it seems like people have forgotten how to treat each other with the, uh, respect or, or, or dignity. So um, my best of is a uh, best of uh, 2021, the best Karens of 2021. Um, and Karen, of course, um, unfortunately, has been relegated to women. Um, but uh, so far, I, have, has, I haven't heard of a male version of Karen yet. Um, but um, for this, I'm going to call him Kyrie's uh, because <laughs> that is going to be my example uh, of all the people that um, of all the people that, you know, just this privileged mentality of being able to you know, do whatever it is they want and they have a reason for it. And their reason is, well, you know, my, my view, my, my opinion, my, you know, my way of thinking is correct. And, um, you know, it, and they use the, the concept of, you know, it's my personal belief. And then, so it's, it's okay for them to do it. You know, and of course, for those people who have been listening to, who've been uh, hearing and listening to the, uh, the saga of uh, the, the New York nets or yeah, they're still New York, right? Um, um, Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah. sorry. Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn um, <laughs> yeah, uh, where Kyrie, has, they, they have this super team that, you know, that, that's just amazing, but they, he, he just pretty much, you know, said screw you to every single person in that organization and said, you know, this is my beliefs. And again, I'm okay with that. I respect I um I'm I if if that is what you believe in and if, if you really believe that um you know the vaccine is um you know the vaccine is is you need more time to listen to it. I'm not gonna question you for it, but at the same time, you know, it's it's like Lewis's Lewis's job, you know. For those people who know, he is a city worker, and so of course there are certain things that Lewis has to go to and has to um, follow and do. Um, and Lewis can't just you know itch and complain um, and, and just just say you know this is my beliefs and everything. And so um, there's a lot of you know uh, uh, what is that? Uh, there's a lot of examples of, of here. Um, just recently, one of the Supreme Court justices, I think it was Robert. Um, where his stance is, you know, um, Ruth, not Ruth Bader, uh, what's her name? Sotomayor, one of the women, Sotomayor. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the women, um, you know, justices um, were, were saying that, you know, you're, you're, you're endangering my health. And it's his whole thing is, well, it's my, you know, it's my right to do this. And it's my right. This is my opinion. And so, you know, um, uh, a shout out to all those Karens and Kyries out there that really have put your beliefs that, that have put your, uh, your 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 own opinions in front uh, in front of everybody else's need and this is the reason why even after one or two um successful times where we were here together we are now back again quarantined because of you people so best of uh, my right. best of you is the best of Kyrie's and Karen and yes you people <laughs> you people yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow Wow. Wow. We went there and I appreciate that because where else can you get content like this? Another podcast. Um, (laughs) Like a liberal. um, uh, (laughs) 
CNN somewhere. Yeah. Not Joe Rogan. <laughs> Not uh, yeah, anything but Joe Rogan. Um, okay, then I'll go. Um, there, I I feel like 2021, and maybe yeah, ever since. Maybe I've just been noticing it more, but I feel like 2021 was, I really noticed like the 90s making a really big comeback, like right? a lot of, right? You got like you, from the music, the fashion, right? I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of the outfits the kids are wearing are like the, the stuff that I would wear in when I was alive in the 90s, like as a, as a teenager myself. So it's kind of like, it's kind of cool that it, everything is cyclical, right? So I think my best, and I was trying to figure out the superlative for this one, and I, uh, and in our chat, it, it 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 became something. But this is really essentially my album of the year. But it's also the like the best representation of the '90s in 2021 because it kind of like encapsulated my. Nine, you know, '90s grunge, Lollapalooza, alternative um, <laughs> taste, and like brought it up to you know present day and made it more modern. So my album of the year of 2021 was Halsey. She, uh, they did it. She, her pronouns are she and they, so I have to like remember. But so they um, they had an album called "If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power," and uh, uh, thematically she touched um subjects like you know being a woman what's expected of being a woman motherhood um the horrors the trials but also the the nice beautiful delicate parts of life too so there was a lot of like a lot of balance and I like that I like a lot of like aggressive kind of like scrapey music <laughs> that's not a good example but like scrapey like aggressive but also like delicate and guitar driven you know folky even and that's what her album brought out and it was amazing it was also produced by I, I want to say that it's so 90s to me um, because it was produced by Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails um, who also you know found their own like fame as scoring music for movies right or scoring movies right so they won Academy Awards for the social network and most yep. recently Soul. I don't know if anyone's going to touch uh, on Soul, but that was also a 2021 thing. Um, but yeah, going back to Halsey, just having that, I don't know, it, it, I feel like for the 90s, like being in the, being alive in the 90s and listening to Nine Inch Nails and some industrial alternative music, there's a lot of outward aggression. So it was a lot, first of all, it was male driven and it was outward aggression just like angry at the system angry at whatever um but for Halsey she they kind of um brought it inward right she had to she had they had sorry they had um a lot of battles within themselves that they had to exercise and they had to figure out and you know create art through it and you know and and they were they weren't even thinking about making money or winning an award or anything like that she she just had something in her and wanted to get it out um but if you guys have an opportunity to listen to this album um please do because it's it's such uh, i don't know i it's just 
it, it was a lot of things all at once, but cohesive. It was linear. So you can feel like there, there's a, you know, a big, like an overarching story around it. I didn't get to see the movie that accompanied it. I think it's on HBO Max. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, but that was my album of the year. Also the best, best 90s comeback <laughs> like album for me. Halsey, if I can't have love, I want power. Go ahead, Lou. No, I was going to say that that sounds like a great recommendation. I love how, how, how into which you got it. So yeah, I'll definitely check that out. I mean, back in our days, you'd have to wait in line at Sam Goody to get a CD, but I guess yeah. I can pull it up on Spotify and you can. Add that and to then, my list. Yeah. And there oh. were a lot of um, cameos in there. So not only was it produced by those guys, but Dave Grohl does drums on a track. Um, there's a really good like acoustic song that she does, that they do. And Lindsey Buckingham plays guitar. They what? also performed it on SNL when, when they were on SNL a few months ago. Um, it, check it out, please. It's, it's pretty cool. No, it, it's funny you were saying that um, you know, 2021, there's, there's a lot of 90s inspired stuff. Um, and, and I agree, you know, um, seeing um, kids um, starting to wear the same outfits that we were wearing or not, well, not me, um, but, you know, the cooler kids were wearing, I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, um, unless was Frozen 2, did, did it come out this year? No, it came out 2020, I believe. Okay, 2020. Okay, I was going to say because... Or um, even earlier than that. Was it? Yeah. See, that's the problem with COVID is that it's... 1920 <laughs> yeah. and 21 has, has kind of like merged into like one like terrible year for me. I thought and, it was just me. I thought it was just me. But okay, I'm glad you're having it too, dude. Because yeah. Okay. Well, no, because the next, you know, my my next one that I'm going to be doing um, it was completely ruined because I didn't realize that it wasn't one year that it was like three years um, separated. But um, I'll, I'll share that later on. Um, Harold, that that can, what's, your, count. What's, your, what's your best of? Uh, my superlative for the first superlative I have of the uh, our session here is, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but for me, the best streaming service for my personal take um, that is well worth the money for everything is Pacock. Um, Pacock, um, mainly because it has my favorite shows on it right now. And... Mm-hmm. Um, it has The Office. It has Parks and Rec, which, by the way, Netflix screwed up uh, taking both of those shows away. Um, but it also has like some of the older shows that I really, really, really love. Uh, obviously, being uh, Married with Children, and they also have Modern Family on there. So, um, so yeah, I love Ed O'Neill. Uh, I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no real uh, going around that, but. The reason, though, I, I bring this up again is because over the Christmas break, I saw another new TV show that they had, and it completely ruined every other TV show for me. Um, and it's because it was based on a movie that I absolutely love, and I feel that not enough people talk about it. I mean, people talk about it because it's a cult hit, but I don't think as many people saw it as I'd love for them to see it. And the TV, the movie was called MacGruber. Uh, the TV show is called MacGruber. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know they had a show. Exactly. Yeah, they if did. You, if you follow Harold on Twitter, he is like their biggest stand. Yes, I am. Like, 
for for three months, Will Forte followed me on Twitter because I was like loving the hell out of that show and <laughs> and Last Man Standing, which is the other show that he was on. But but my love for MacGruber got him. Wait, he dropped and, you. I know. Did he? Yeah. Stop? He just. He just. I think he just. He he saw the content. And he was like, you know, what? not for me. <laughs> but, but like, the thing that's awesome about MacGruber is they brought everybody back. So. Um, the director of MacGruber is actually Andy Samberg's best friend, Yorma Tacon, also one of the guys from The Lonely Island. Um, he is also in Hot Rod and Popstar, <laughs> all those great Lonely Island stuff. Um, but he comes back to direct and uh, produce and write some of the stuff. The fact that they got just Will Forte, that's awesome. But also to have uh, Kristen Wiig, who I don't know what happened to her movie career. And you feel kind of bad because, you know, Bridesmaids was like one of the funniest movies of all time. Yeah. And they didn't really give her much after Ghostbusters. And then um, you have Ryan Phillippe coming back. And Ryan Phillippe, it's like, hey, he, was, he, he, he did great in the original one. You're like, oh, he can be funny. And then this one, he plays the same exact way, like super street through the whole thing. And it's the chemistry has never left those three. It's fantastic to watch. And then the thing that made me crack up the most is to get to be the head of uh, the military for uh, MacGruber, they got Lawrence Fishburne. So Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> dodges Matrix I was about re- to Resurrections <laughs> in order to make MacGruber. It might have been the best decision he's made in his whole career. Wow. Who knows? And then uh, to be the main bad guy is the, one of the most evil villains in movie history. And also, he was a he's a good guy one time. But think of the biggest one of the biggest movies of all time, and the most hated character in that movie. Hayden Christensen. Okay, well, he's, <laughs> he's, he's still a good guy. Well, he's doing uh, he's he's, he's back he's for Obi Wan. Obi Wan, yeah. Uh, okay, but, uh, sorry. Remember, for uh, the longest time, there was always a movie that they say this is the biggest movie of all time. Avatar. Besides Avatar, the number two movie. Titanic. Yes. <gasps> Billy Zane? Billy Zane <laughs> is the bad guy in MacGruber. And oh, my God. So I love the great... fact that of everybody that you could think of in the, the movie Titanic, he went, Billy Zane? Billy <laughs> Zane, he's the only, he's the only person. <laughs> he's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Besides <laughs> him and then uh, the butler from Richie Rich, those are the real two villains <laughs> in that movie. Um, But so you have... Like in the original MacGruber movie, he had Val Kilmer as the villain. And as like we all heard, Val Kilmer has mal cancer, so he can't really do any acting anymore. But they reference him a lot. And um, it, it's just, uh, <laughs> this is like crappy, lowbrow humor. But his name in the movie was K-U-N-T-H. That was his <laughs> name, right? So that's the joke is he's, that's his name. Um, Billy Zane's name in the show and I hope you like guys K-U-N-H? get to watch it. K U N T H. Not K N U K U N. Oh, <laughs> God, I hate you so much. <laughs> but so so the, so that's his name in the in the movie, and then Billy Zane's name in the show is Q U E E T H. Q U E E E E T H. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, this is the brilliant writing. This is like, right, this is... 
highbrow. As much as, as exactly like like that's why I like I I talked about this before. I love the Lonely Island guys. Um, uh, obviously Andy Samberg being the main guy, and then Yorma, and then I'm like really blanking on the the fourth guy right now. But um, oh the third guy. But like those dudes. <laughs> Uh, they produce some of the greatest stuff and the fact is like my cousin was the one who had to tell me oh mcgruber is out by the way and i binged that thing in one day it's only i think eight episodes um i don't know if they're going to continue with it but it's literally like uh recreating the show recreating the movie which is uh forget forgotten classic to a lot of people and if you ever get a chance by the way cannot watch this movie with or this show with children or anyone who's sensitive to violence and nudity and uh, <laughs> obviously bad language, because yeah. one of the one of the highlights of the original movie was a weird uh, love scene between MacGruber <laughs> and his and his dead wife's ghost. Oh my god! And, <laughs> yeah, and then they kind of recreate that with a little bit. So you see a lot of Will Forte butt in this thing. So <laughs> nice. For five dollars, Peacock, you get to watch MacGruber and then wrestling and then all the old greatest TV shows, and yeah, so well worth my time and yours, hopefully. So by the way, um, uh, interesting fact: um, there's w- w- when every single time people say the word Billy Zane, there's really only one movie. Oh I yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna bring that up too, but it would have been too easy, at least for Dennis, maybe Lewis. Yeah, that, that's, that's the only reason why I know Billy Zane. Any any other that's movie? The reason you know I Billy can... Zane? Yeah. Back any... to the Future. That's it. Oh, I was gonna say, save the movie on three. One, oh. two, three. Phantom. Back to Zoolander. The oh, man, do you said Phantom, bro? <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought we were gonna go. With I know Phantom, he's. Man. I know he's the Phantom, but you don't ever go. Stay out of this, Billy Zane. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, though. It seems like he's really famous for things. But the only reason why I know him is he's he's the guy that helps out uh um uh, um what do you call this um a Zoolander in Zoolander. He's the guy that gets to say it's a walk off. It's a walk off. <laughs> he was Phantom for me. All right, never mind. Oh no, <laughs> right. Yeah, but he was he was Zoolander. But he's Back to the Future for Kurja. So you know exactly. <laughs> and the only reason why I remember is because he he uh, Zoolander tells him to shut up, shut up, Billy. <laughs> like yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh great oh good pull you know what h one of my categories for this uh for, for this time around actually was gonna be um i was just gonna title it thank you h because this, uh, this last year was when i caught up on all of your recommend most of your recommendations um uh what was it um except for oh mcgruber obviously except for mcgruber obviously and uh, uh, i kept that one to myself <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, but that's for 2022 exactly yeah. So I'm gonna save that one for and and um, yeah that good stuff. So but uh, but most of those like I think again going back to what Dennis said earlier, I think I binged all of the shows he recommended: Parks and Rec, Office, and uh, 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 Brooklyn Nine Nine over the last two years. Which and like Dennis said, I like 2020 and 2021 just kind of went together. So I, I don't even know what what happened in that sense here. But uh, for my actual there, next there was a pandemic, was, was that there was a pandemic. Oh, that's what happened. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, we were all stuck at home. Yeah, so, right. You know. we, we all wore, wore masks. Right. Doing that little thing. Um, so my next category, I guess, um, let's see here. Uh, it, 2021 was oddly another year of sequels and remakes. 
Um, I think it's another one of those. I mean, I, I guess Hollywood has gotten into that weird, you know, recycling section again or, or whatnot. Because this last year we got a couple of sequels and then we got a couple of remakes. So for sequels, we had Matrix Resurrection, which Harold already talked about. We got Top Gun Maverick, which I actually haven't seen and I totally forgot came out this year. It, it, it has not come out yet, dude. Yeah, it has I was going to say. Why did, okay, why did I think it was here, dude? You really think that that movie came out and me and Dennis wouldn't watch it, by the way? I was going to say. Well, <laughs> we, watched, we watched Top Gun in 3D on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh, cute! With me, Dennis, and yeah, there were no wives involved. Just so you know, their wives were not there. It got really awkward during the volleyball scene. There's a lot of 3D sweat, Mm, and we were cheering. Awkward (laughs) 3D sweat. Was it 4D? And they like misted you. Well, well, there was 4Ds if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Anthony Edwards, Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, Rick Rossovich. Yeah. Courage, I think that's what you call a skinship. Eh? Did I get that one? Oh, look at you learning. <laughs> I watch K-pop. Or I watch K-pop, Jesus. Anyway, so for sequels and remakes. So we also got, uh, I mean, actually one of these movies I haven't seen yet, but I know Dennis and Harold have. So Ghostbusters, after a long hiatus, I mean, notwithstanding the, the reboot that came out a few years ago. And then for remakes, we got Space Jam 2, which is more of a spiritual uh, successor, I guess. Mortal Kombat, the second attempt at a at a movie franchise for this uh for this great video game, and Dune. I mean, Dune came out. I don't think that we've had uh, the three guys haven't had a chance to review it yet. Um, but in our own little separate things. But of all of the sequels and remakes, I think the one I, I do want to give a, the best shout out to uh, would have to be yeah. Like I said, we didn't get a really chance to talk about it, but Dune. Um, it is one of the uh, you know the Frank Herbert book. This is the second attempt at a movie at it. Uh, I think the first one has that weird cult, uh, you know, standing with pop culture and, and 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 movies in general. But this one with Timothy Chalamet and the huge cast and this huge movie, three hours long, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, it was a. Uh, I personally thought it was a great hit. Like I loved it. Um, it's definitely one of those funny things where uh, if we ever end up talking about this in in full uh, at a later time. Uh, but one of the the, the the like divisive points of that movie was this is one of those weird things where the movie came out in both HBO Max on streaming as well as in a movie theater. So it's a, a very unique way that when I guess Warner Brothers and HBO is trying to do uh, pull out these movies in the, in the time of quarantine. But, you know, it, it was kind of funny to me how I heard people, um, the people who didn't like it or didn't enjoy it as much, I felt like were or for I mean, I, I didn't do any like, you know, sp- Excel spreadsheets on it or anything like that. But most of the people that didn't quite enjoy it were the ones who watched it from home. And, you know, uh, from the people that did enjoy it, myself included, who actually, you know, shelled out the the, the 15 bucks to watch it at, in the theaters, loved it thoroughly. So I think it's yeah, part of the enjoyment. And not to, uh, I, I can't pronounce the director's name, Denise Villeneuve. Denise Villeneuve. Denise Villeneuve. <laughs> You know, he he took a little bit of flax, you know, when he when, when he went on uh, media saying that this is a movie made for the theaters. Do not watch it at your TV, at your home. Even if you have a, a, a 4K or whatever uh, sound bars you have at home, you have to see it at home. And uh, not to be like, I'm not a film guy, but I got to agree. Like, this was a, definitely a movie that had to be seen on the big screen with surround sound and all that good stuff. So, yeah, of all the sequels and remakes, definitely Dune is one of the, the one that uh, stood out to me best. Um, and yeah, just to echo again what Harold said, Matrix Resurrection. I don't think we had a chance to talk about that one yet, but 
Yeah, tough Not look for uh, yeah, tough look for Neo and the it, crew. It was in focus. <laughs> he was so, in um, it. <laughs> here, here's my thing about this and my take. Um, it is a three-hour-long movie made by Warner Brothers, um, based on a book, and um, it, it's an epic that needs to be watched in a movie theater for it to be fully enjoyed. Um, and both Lewis and Kurja are nodding their heads as Lewis is talking about this. You know what this sounds like? Lord of the Rings again, and um, <laughs> we do nod at Lord of the Rings all the time. Um, look, just, <laughs> just, nerds. just all that, that you just said made me made, make, made me not want to watch that movie even more. So, Aww. um, but the yeah. sequels are coming, Dennis. Yeah. Good more job. Dune. More Dune. There's is more Dune. Uh, you know, there's more biggest... Lord of the Rings coming on Amazon. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, that's my, my biggest regret about Dune, um, was ordering the large drink. With free refills. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. Because during one of the things, like you know, it's it's the curse of the movie theater where yeah. you got the membership and you're like, oh, I get free refills and unlimited popcorn, and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? I was like, the the orange soda was a bad idea today. Can we pause this? Nope. Oh damn it. <laughs> but then see the thing is. Yeah, for the thing that thing that's nice is the, like any time that I missed um, was I was like, oh, I'll just catch up on HBO Max because I knew I had it. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I did watch that movie in the theater because someone else here invited me to yeah. watch it in the theater for her birthday, and I didn't have to shell out fifteen dollars. I just had to <laughs> shell out free for my parking and be nice but... to her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and be friends well, with her. I guess Harold, uh, since you watch in the movie theater. Was it worth watching the movie? Was it a good movie? If yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Oh, it, the reason people didn't like it is it's long and slow. But some people like it long and slow. Um, I like it fast and short, but <laughs> really abrupt <laughs> and violent. It turns out is what yeah, my, like. my, yeah, exactly. It's it's got to be like the action scenes are some of the most uh, epic looking science fiction action scenes that they've ever created um the one battle on the dune land on the desert oh man (laughs) yeah so much sand it's it's pretty cool like you didn't expect it to all of a sudden get crazy like that and i was really like literally that was the part where i was like oh dude i gotta pee so bad but all of a sudden (laughs) it just got got crazy in here and i was like and chris is sitting like three rows in front of me i don't want her to see me leave like like in disgust but it's really the fact that the paper straw was pissing me off, so I had to finish the drink. So like the paper straws. <laughs> uh, Glendale. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. So mine. My. My. I. I. I don't know if it's. I guess it's a part of. I. I can't. I. I can't think of it of of a way of making it best of. But I'm gonna call 2021 the year Dennis's. Uh. The 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 year Dennis. Um. Started not knowing how to review movies. <laughs> I, I, I think that's the, um, that, that's, that's my, that's my term okay. for it. Because th- th- there were so many movies out there this year that people enjoyed. So, um, so uh, example of it, like uh, Ghostbusters, um, uh, Spider-Man. Um, let's see. W- what are some other movies that people enjoyed? Um, uh, I, I, 
like I'll use those two examples. And I, w- I was not as happy and I, I, I had so many critiques about it. But the movies that people lambasted and really like pooped on, I actually enjoyed. Like, uh, like, like you guys were talking about Matrix. I actually loved the Matrix. Like, um, <laughs> I, I, like everybody I know, like, I, I has like a, such a negative thing uh, about it. Um, you guys were uh, like um, talking about the Eternal, saying it was a movie. I actually liked the movie. You know, hey, so you know it's I I rewatched it. And without uh, kids giggling next to me. Okay, here's the thing. And I don't know if you're going to agree with this, Dan, but if you imagine the Eternals as existing as a movie outside of the MCU, mm-hmm. it's an enjoyable movie. But if yeah. you're like, and but if you're really like, how, how come they're not connecting everything with, like, how come there's not so much, uh, you know, uh, you only talked about the Avengers for a second. You, you're never referencing any of the Iron Man stuff. You don't talk about Spider-Man. You, you you only mentioned Thanos for a second. Like, if you just take that, if you leave the movie as is, as its own property, it's enjoyable. That's a good way of thinking about it. Okay, I see that. And I, I agree. Like, I didn't even, I, I don't know. Just because everybody was poo-pooing on it, I just decided to watch it on HBO Max. And I, I was, like, pleasantly <laughs> surprised. So maybe maybe it's the opposite of what Lewis was talking about. Maybe if yeah. I watched it in a movie theater and paid like, you know, 60 bucks to uh to to bring my family and watch it, I would have been like, "Oh man, I can't believe uh, that this is the movie I watched." But because it was free, um it it was a very it was actually I I wouldn't call it the best movie there is, but it was enjoyable enough. Um and uh, and, and at the same time, you know, like when uh, we we haven't really talked about Ghostbusters. Have you guys watched Ghostbusters yet? Unfortunately, I not. actually haven't. No, I did. Oh, okay. So, oh, you, did you like it, Kirsch? I did. And I Harold brings up a good point. You have to kind of yes, there are nods to you know the movies that we know and love, but you got to take it for what it is and not try to make it. You don't. Everyone wants it to be like that, right? Everyone has a special place in their heart for those movies. Um, but you gotta take, you have to separate it or else you're not going to enjoy anything else, right? <laughs> you're not gonna, you're always going to compare the two. You're always going to say, they didn't do this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it was great. It was well, great. The, my, the- mine was actually the opposite courage is that I wish they, I, I, I liked it. I liked most of it. Let's, let's say that I'm not going to yeah. reveal what, uh, because that's, 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 um, I, I'd hate to do that to the guys, but I liked it. But there were stuff where it was almost like the, it was like the, the things that people were exp- like um, we uh, um, you know we we were. I was gonna save this for an episode for the fanboys, but you know um, um, you know I'm one of those people that actually enjoyed the uh, the female led Ghostbusters. You know, and mm, I like what, it too. Yeah, and one of the biggest critiques of that was that the that it it went too far away from the tradition, and that um you know there were certain things that they wish that they that they stuck true to and 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 went back. And I thought that one of the best things for me was that they didn't try to recreate it. There were some nods to certain things, but it was the, its own movie. You know what I mean? And for the Ghostbusters. That's what I liked. I liked it when they, it was original. I liked it when it was new, you know. 
and it was the nods that actually like took me away from it. And so, oh, got it. You know, so and so that's yeah. that's my 2021 where I, I, there's a listener, uh, one of our listeners. Um, I was joking around with with Harold and um, and and Lewis because every single time this listener would uh, post um, their opinion of a movie for the last six months it's always been the opposite of what this person <laughs> would be. you know and i'm like man all, am i wrong exactly so 2021 is the year dennis for uh, like uh, forgot how to review movies i guess wait i gotta yeah. wait i gotta quick i have a quick question chris did you watch the matrix yet no do you plan on watching the matrix i did i wanted to watch it i'm not gonna i'm not in a rush to okay I don't want to ruin anything though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's actually a good movie. <laughs> Besides the I guess, villains. I guess for Dennis we have to we have to like poo poo on Dune. So Dennis will watch it on HBO Max. Ah, you're right. Like it. That's what Dune's horrible. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe like it, maybe Dune is like breaking bad, you know. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is not dreamy at all. So uh, by oh. the way, I, I, I do He's like so that Dennis, Dennis <laughs> brought up both of the movies that I was able to watch private screenings with these two other people here, uh, because if someone says private screening, I'm there. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. What was the other private screening you went to? Uh, Lewis did do a private screening for mm-hmm. Eternals. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hence, hence the awkward scene when, yeah, the first yes. superhero oh, scene. I, when, I, I don't know if they changed it, though. Because there was no thrust that I saw. Oh, I saw. Oh, it. oh in the big screen, it. Dennis, you can I'll see it you know. in the big yeah. screen with thirteen-year-olds. Like, <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> of all movies, Captain America never did this. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, well, you know, we, we implied Sharon <laughs> Carter was born, so <laughs> I thought was a, there was a thrust somewhere. <laughs> Somebody was thrusted. All right, Thanks, at least man. one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Courage. Okay, I um gosh, I don't know which one to do first. Okay. Um I'm gonna okay, so okay. <laughs> okay, so uh this one, okay, I'll just start. Okay. The best <laughs> the best reason why I pay off credit cards every month is for this show. And I think it's probably the most uh, i think one of the most exciting shows that i've ever seen and wait 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait 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 stop 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 okay um okay. you pay off your credit cards every yeah. month to be able to watch the show no it's the reason it's probably the biggest reason why i should pay off credit cards oh every month and why everyone should because the show is squid game and i think oh. like like the whole Great. I mean, did wasn't Squid Game just like a freaking phenomenon? Like it was <coughs> everywhere. I've had conversations with Lewis about it all the time. Other people, other like other like circles of friends, we've all had our own discussions about it. It was the top streaming show on Netflix, like global Netflix, not just United like States Netflix, but for yeah, ever in the entire world. And it had I wrote it down. Um, it had a total of like, here it is, 142 million viewers in million. the first month. <laughs> in the first month. So if you guys 
don't know, Squid Game is about a, a story of a group of people who have to, who are like kind of down on their luck. Maybe they owe money. Maybe they got, you know, in trouble and have to, you know, wiggle their, their way out of it. But they have been, you know, proposed to, they were, um, no, they were asked to like join a, a Squid Game to see if they can pay off their debt. Because if you win Squid Game, you get 456 million, right? Was that the amount? Yeah, you won, but I don't know what the, won. I don't know what the uh, exchange rate, exchange rate exactly. Like $50. <laughs> I, I think the exchange rate was, I think, 13 million or something like that. Okay, still mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. enough to kill other I can, people. I, can I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so these people are in, cha- do, they do challenges, they play. Wait, are, are, they, um, are they criminally? Um, they, they they can't get in trouble criminally for killing people in this show. No. Okay, thirteen. Because it's, outside, it's like they're <laughs> they're kidnapped and they're brought to wherever they have you know secret the game, island, a secret place. Um, yeah, they got yeah, lots I mean, of islands in Korea apparently. So you know, they, they got so one many. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one is just to play schoolyard games to yes. the death. <laughs> to the death. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I thought it was I thought it was so thought provoking because they talked about class, they talked about you know things people would do for money disparity, they talked about relationships and kind of the abuse of relationships and what you have to do to move forward. So it wasn't just let's play, you know, let's play red marbles. light green light yeah. right or marbles right there there's all these like underlying stories and i thought that was really cool how they brought it to the forefront and just like first of all this show is is korean it's a it's a you know a korean show no one speaks english you know people had issues with the dubbing and the subtitles but this is like a k-drama that's just it just took over the world and it was so popular and it just continued the uh I, I I didn't mention it when I when we did the BTS episode but they're they um Korea South Korea purposefully like and they wanted to you know share their culture around the world and it's called Hallyu and it's called the Korean wave so they made it a point as part of their Korean culture to share that culture around the world and that's how they push k-pop to where it is now that's how they push k-dramas to where it is now and to see where it is now i mean being the number one streaming show on netflix globally you know in the history of all time that says something so um there's talks about a season two i hope there is so that's my that's my reason why we all should pay off our credit card bills every month that's a great pull. Um, also, I mean, non-spoiler, spoiler, but also a great, uh, a, a great show for be a good dad. Another be a good another, dad. Another, another bad dad. Because his <laughs> whole, the main character's whole reason is that he's too broke to take care of his own daughter, so he has to go kill other people. So there you go. It's funny because um, one of my stocking stuffers that I gave my son is, if you can see, it's a little. Pencil topper of one of the squid games and it's literally here and yes speaking of bad dads the same son that i yelled at to go get me my headphones is that a pencil topper or that looks a little awkward man it's a pencil topper yes right um well there's a good good pull of courage but um i i really think now um 
I, I need to like do polls of every single time something's coming out. I need to poll. And if Lewis and Kersia are really excited about it, I'm just not going to watch it. Yeah, because, I um, like it. <laughs> I hate this. Squid Games. Fine. Squid Games, another example of a, a show I have never watched. So, yeah. Does nothing for him. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. We're all individuals with our own tastes. Uh, whatever. But you're wrong. But you know. <laughs> but I mean, you should at least give it a chance. True. At least hey, it wasn't a you? shark. <laughs> yes. If they had been murdered by sharks, I would have watched that show. <laughs> Dennis would have been like, "Is there a Shark Tank? Is there?" A I would have. Uh, I would have rewatched that show if there was something like that. As it stands, I only watched it one time. I can only take so much. I can't. I couldn't rewatch that show. It's like Requiem for a Dream for me. Oh, yeah. It's a one and done. Ah, oh, there might be some. I might watch a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I I mean, every, um, everybody and their mom's remaking that whole green light, red light, green light thing anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> if you don't like the yeah. actual version that Squid Games gave you, watch Mr. Beast's version, I guess. And everybody else's. Okay. Uh, uh, H, what's yours? Um, mine is, really quickly, it's since 2020 and 2021 we've like obviously spent so much time indoors that we've had you know only so much things to do mainly for me it's just playing video games pretty much every day um but like obviously that we've been trying to catch up on tv shows and movies that people have recommended in the past so my superlative for this one is called i guess they were right because there's two shows in 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 particular that i'm going to go talk about and that I had heard so much about them and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into it or I, I, I like the people who are involved, but I don't know how much I'm going to be uh, a fan of the show. Um, so the first show is called The Righteous Gemstones. Um, Righteous Gemstones created by Danny McBride, uh, also the, the dad in Mitchell's Wishes of the Machines and Kenny Powers to everybody else. So uh, I love, love Kenny Powers, <laughs> love Danny McBride. <laughs> He's just, you know, fantastic anything he does. It's pretty much gold. And I don't know. I just didn't want to really watch too much. If you guys don't know, the show is about like tele, like uh, televangelists um, and their family. So like and how it's a really good depiction on how, uh, you know, televangelists make so much more money because they don't have to pay any taxes to the government because they're uh, <clears throat> they're guarded by the religious statute that uh religions don't pay tax or churches don't pay taxes so their thing is you would imagine right away the the cast is danny mcbride adam devine and john goodman and then off the top of my head i can't remember what the sister's name is uh her real name is but she's she's in knives out she's the weird sister in knives out um so right away i was just like the show starts off exactly how you would imagine a show about televangelists would be, which is they go to do a mass baptism in China in a, uh, in they do the baptism in a, a wave pool. So like at first it's like, Oh, you know, baptism, they're dunking their heads and then Danny McBride's talking. And then I don't know where someone accidentally hits the switch and the waves turn on and people are just getting tossed left and right. And then it's like the laser show comes on. So it's like, a weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> It, the show is so like right off the bat, like you know exactly what you're getting into, and then it just becomes this weird show of like mystery, comedy, and like family drama. And I wasn't expecting it at all. And like after the first episode, I seriously got hooked, and I had to binge it through the whole day. 
And then literally right after that, I saw, oh, the new season is coming up. So just a few weeks ago, actually, the first uh, episode of the uh, second, only, there's only two seasons, which is crazy because, you know, they didn't uh, film anything during the first couple months or years of the pandemic. So it's it was enjoyable. I didn't think I was going to like the show as much as I did. And I did my usual thing where as soon as I watched the show, I had to learn everything about everybody involved. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, I, I'm all into it. Like, I've if you go in my YouTube history, not my other history, but my mm-hmm. YouTube history, it's all like randomly righteous gemstone stuff. So it's on HBO Max. And you don't have to watch it on a, on a movie screen. It's available at home. <laughs> Definitely do not watch it with children. I mean, I don't know, Lou. You you made your kids watch Squid, Squid Game. Games. Well, <laughs> but this is different because it's like there's like all out negativity that are like it, it's it's bad. How much <laughs> Danny McBride? How much Danny McBride butt is there? Uh, compared, to Mac- compared to MacGruber, <laughs> not as much That's as two you mentions believe. of his butt. I like it. Yeah. That's a lot of comedians' butt in this. Yeah, that episode. we're <laughs> that we're not going to be talking about. But it, it's 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 like it's super enjoyable. I, I unlike Squid Game, as soon as the first season was over, I was like, I got to watch it again. So yeah. Righteous Gemstones, if you ever get a chance. And then the second one is literally a show that was so permeated our pop culture that I was like, I did my usual thing where it's like, people love it so much that I'm not going to like it and I don't want to watch it because people like it. So this, I thought this was going to be my new Game of Thrones because people were referencing it so much that it was pissing me off. But the fact is the creator is someone who... I love because he's made one of the best TV shows of all time and a show that uh, at least one person here claims might be the best TV show of all time. And it had people that I really dug at least one. I mean, it had one actor who I was really a big fan of and the show is called Ted Lasso. Um, yeah. Ted Lasso. I think mainly mostly like everybody else never gets to watch the show because it's on Apple TV. Like nobody has, nobody. <laughs> like who's paying for that service? Like, yeah, I borrow a friend's Apple. See, TV. like, but I want to watch a Mythic Quest because hey, you have a I'm you have not... a friend that's nice. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I, I can't remember what my username is, dude. As soon as I figure it out, I'll let you know. But like, I want to watch Mythic Quest, and that's pretty much it. Like, and maybe C because Batista's now in it. So Jason Momoa versus Batista. But mm-hmm. I'm not paying. I was not going to pay five dollars or ten dollars a month for Apple TV. Uh, but when I switched services over to T-Mobile, they were like, hey, you get Apple TV for free. So I was like, okay, I'm finally going to get a chance to actually sit down and watch this thing. And dude, that's the it's the best TV show I've seen in years. And like, I just watched The Good Place. So you know how that standard is for me. Jason Sudeikis, who I'd always felt is always gets like third, uh, you know, third named on everything like horrible bosses or anything he's ever in um even hall pass it's like hey here's owen wilson also here's jason sudeikis but they gave him his own tv show he gets to play a soccer or a football coach or footy coach and he only knows experience from playing american football so it's still awkward (laughs) it's if if you if you don't watch the show it's kind of like major league but they expanded for like seasons and it makes it so good because the character interactions are pretty fantastic. There's people I've never heard of. And I was like, dude, these guys are like my favorite people right now. Like when they all started winning the stuff 
for the Emmys, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, like I said, um, Bill Lawrence is the creator of Ted Lasso Dead. Um, so he puts every bit of heart that he put into Scrubs into this thing, except uh, no Krista Miller. I'm sorry. Uh, there's no no spot for her quite yet. But it's just interesting. It's the whole fish out of water thing because you have an American guy moving into London or England or whatever, the United Kingdom, and having to learn a whole new sport, like having to do everything all over again. And the thing, this is literally the, the thing for me is one of the problems that Ted Lasso has is he has panic attacks. He has an anxiety disorder. And the first time he had one, I was like, this looks so familiar to me. This is something that I'm kind of into. And then when he had his very first like big attack, I felt it myself. I was like, oh, my God, I'm having a panic attack right now. And I was like, oh, this is not how TV shows are supposed to work. They're not supposed to get you like this. And then, like, the whole time, I was just like, you fall in love with, like, everything that everybody does. Because, number one, Ted Lasso is the most positive person in the world. But at the same time, you know, it's just like everybody else where you can only do so many good things before once in a while, you know, you have to fall. So I, it's like the highest recommendation. I get why everybody literally uh, dressed up as Ted Lasso last year for Halloween. <laughs> um, if soon as I figure out what your what my username and password is, I'll let you guys borrow it so you guys can watch it. Because I cannot wait until season three starts. Because season one was one of the best seasons of TV I've ever seen, and season two was actually better than that. Yeah, so it's like I agree. It, it, yeah. So my other YouTube history is just like, here's the cast of Ted Lasso. And here's how many times Harold has watched Ted Lasso's cast talk about like themselves. And it's like, you know, here's you, what you don't do. Know there's, there's a button there that says a uh, forgot password. You click that. No. Simple as that. So because no, um, then I have, have to reset all my stuff, dude. We have um, we have re- we have time uh, really quick for um, rapid fire for one more if you guys want. Um, Lewis, do you have one more really quickly? Yeah, absolutely. My last will be um, 2021 was the, the message for me loud and clear was don't take public transit. So this last year we got Snowpiercer season two, uh, a show that I personally love. Uh, the opening scene for uh, I forget the tres again. Again, Lewis, Lewis and Courage are so into it. <laughs> haven't watched it. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm out. <laughs> Watch yeah, not on, it's not on USA or TNT, so then I think gonna watch it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it is on TNT. It's oh, sorry, sorry. Like, oh. it's late night TNT, <laughs> and it yeah. Uh, what do you call it? And um, I forget that Tresa came out this last year. So the opening scene of Tresa is like a massacre on the LRT, which is uh, uh, you know the, the subway in the Philippines, and one of the greatest fight scenes in or not the greatest, but one of the better side of fight scenes from Shang Chi is taken on the uh, on the bus on in san francisco but my award for the best uh, for the best occasion for not to take public transit has to be the finale of uh invincible so it is the show where or it's the episode where omni-man uses invincible's head as a uh i don't know what to even call it as a knife shredding through the soft butter that was a public uh subway train in in san francisco literally mm-hmm. scarring a whole generation of children and adults 
because it was probably mo- one of the most vicious and most gory things ever animated. But I mean, I don't know if it's ever animated or anything's uh, going to top that, but uh, I don't watch a lot of anime. But uh, it was definitely one of the most um, fun scenes or most talked about scenes out of Invincible, uh, which, again, I think this is the second or third time I've talked about that show. So if you haven't figured it out already, it's probably one of my favorite things to come out of 2021. But yeah, so that train scene in itself, um, definitely one of those like, we don't get a lot of those um like uh, those those moments anymore in pop culture where everybody has to stop what they're doing and talk about it at the same time because obviously within the day of streaming everybody gets to like uh, binge watch all of stranger things at one time or all of squid games over one weekend uh, amazon i'll give them enough credit like when they, they they do the weekly drops for for invincible and for the boys uh, so this last year when the, that that episode dropped and everybody watched that scene you just saw Instagram and Twitter and social media blow up because I, I, I kind of love that and I miss that and I do appreciate that that when that came up. So kudos to this show and I'm looking forward to season two. I don't know how soon it's coming out, but yeah, definitely fun. So yeah, don't take uh, don't take the train. Uh, mine is uh, best of examples that love is dumb. Um, and, um, <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> honorable honorable mentions are um, Kim and Ye and Yi. Um, oh. and my, <laughs> my, my latest favorite one is, a uh, uh, is it, um, Ma- machine gun Kelly and, um, Megan Fox. Uh, yeah, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. And the, the reason why I want to say Megan Fox and machine, uh, machine gun Kelly, um, is there, uh, did you guys hear about their, um, their, uh, her engagement ring? Yep. No, I only so, saw him wearing a. So it's pretty cool. Out. Like the idea, I don't care about them. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. But I, I have no idea why I, I read about this. So like it's a dual stone. Blah 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 blah. It connects together, forms a, forms a heart. Cute. Here's the here's the thing. Why I say that uh, lo- love sucks or love is terrible. Um, Megan Kelly. I uh, may. Uh, uh, Megan Kelly. <laughs> Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Close enough. Oh my God. Machine Gun Kelly, when he uh, when he when he created it, he intentionally made it so there are thorns that are pointing at a certain direction. So it's oh, it's comfortable to put in, but the moment you take it out, it starts it starts poking the finger. Jeez, and oh. so that Chinese finger chapter, dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so the whole purpose is. That oh uh, you know um that you know that 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 love hurts is like one of the quotes that they said, and you know and, and Machine Gun Kelly is talking about how oh, no I really want to make sure that um she doesn't take it off I'm like dude that, that's kind of messed up why would you you know why would you make something where it intended at a certain point you no matter what how much you love this person she's gonna have to like clean her her rings and clean her fingers and, and her all hands. these things. You know, um, and she every single time that she has to take it off is gonna freaking poke her fingers. So, um, yeah, love sucks, and and these are the people that um, are perfect examples of it. Yeah, if if Kanye and Kim can't make it work, what chance do we have? <laughs> yeah, and Momoa and Lisa Bonet, uh, ah, uh, home wrecker, because Nini's already on her <laughs> way out the door. Hello, bye. <laughs> for for Lisa Bonet. Uh, sure, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Karsh, you have one? Oh, my, um, my last one is, I, I call it the, the best new kid on the block. 
And the block is on Wilshire between Fairfax and La Brea. So my best new kid on the block is the Academy Museum of Motion oh, Pictures. Nice. That opened in September. I was able, we were able to go um, right before the year ended. Um, and it was amazing. First of all, architecturally, it, it's the old Saban building. I don't know if you guys remember oh, I know that. What that is, yeah. yeah. So they they um, gutted it. They It's a five stories. Um, uh, uh, the museum is five stories. There's also a theater in the back. It's like it, it looks like a sphere. I didn't get to go in there. I don't know if that's open, but I I um, performed there before. Oh, really? Okay. So the it's uh, the the museum itself is is really just like an ode to the art of filmmaking, right? And it's not really what I expected. I just expected just a crap ton of props, and you're just like, oh, here is here are the Ruby slippers. Okay, but. The way they set it up, first of all, there's a whole um, Miyazaki exhibit. And oh, cool. so uh, there was a ton of concept art, sketches, making of stuff. They showed clips of a, a lot of the a lot of the movies. It, if you guys have a chance to see it go, it's not going to be there for that that much longer because that that part is like a rotating exhibit. So get, please see it. It's amazing. Um and then the rest of the museum, yes, there's props, but the way that they do it is they kind of just like present it in, um, uh, they kind of like pick out the parts of of filmmaking and they separate it. So you kind of get a, an understanding of how, of all the pieces that make a movie. Um, so there's like a, a costume section. So you see like costumes that are already made, costumes that are in the works, shoes, makeup, prosthetics. Um, then you get to see like backdrops. There's an actual like two story backdrop of of uh, Mount Rushmore um, that you get to see that was in a movie. I, I want to say it was a Hitchcock movie. I can't think of it right now, but North by Northwest. It's there. North by Northwest. Yes. And that's there. Um, it, it, and the way they said it, it's so smart because you get to you, you for lack of a better word, you kind of like shed light on these specific you know, aspects of the movie. And then you kind of like get an understanding of everything that goes into the one movie you love. And um, yeah, it's just a, a good celebration of, of the art of filmmaking. And that's my, um, and that opened last year, 2021. So go, go if you can. It's open, right? I hope they didn't do yeah. any like, okay. They haven't shut it down, unfortunately, because of uh, Omicron. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Go now. Oh, wow. Knocking on wood, my bad. H, you have one? Yeah, mine's just going to be really quickly. Uh, 2021 is also the year of... I can't for, I can't remember that I watched it. Like, I've watched so much crap. Not crap. So I've watched so much stuff in 2021 that I really forget that I've seen a lot of things. And for me, and it's sad because the f- first one is... I forgot I watched Encanto because that's actually a really fun movie. And then uh, we don't talk it, about Encanto. We did exactly. <laughs> we I didn't talk about. Uh, <laughs> I think you would enjoy the hell out of that. Oh, movie. you haven't. You haven't yeah, I know. Every, I haven't, and everyone's saying why, why, and I'm like, oh, it's terrible, it's terrible. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's free now. So, I'm gonna uh, watch it. Don't Dennis. watch it. It's terrible, Gersh. 
Yeah, because Krisha doesn't like I Disney you. movies. <laughs> 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 Is that how it works? Remember, guys, Krisha has, hates Disney. I hate Disney. I know you're not a fan of, of anything Walt Disney and animated and everything, so don't even I watch it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I exactly. have no heart. But but uh, I unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, but like it was just during a blur where I was like, did I watch that in theaters? And I, I think because we didn't talk about it, we didn't talk about the movie um, that, uh, by the way, that, that song has knocked out Let It Go for being the longest reigning song on a soundtrack for Disney ever. I thought so, it was uh, I, I, I was reading something else where it wasn't I Let It Go that was the highest. I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I, I, I really thought it was. Um, uh, Colors of the Wind. Hey. Anyways, <laughs> that that's that's a song. Um, but yeah, I forgot I watched that, and then I also forgot that I watched uh Venom Let There Be Carnage, and to be honest, I kind of forgot if anybody didn't remind me a million times that I watched Squid Game, because <laughs> like I. Because I watched it when I had my booster, so I was kind of like uh, in and out of watching it. But like I got it, I understood it. But if you had asked me, if you ask me now to like name specifics, I have no clue because I don't really intend on watching that show ever again because it was, <laughs> it was very traumatic to me. So like yeah, it was, like all of those things, all those things by the way are fantastic. But my brain is just like uh, I don't like I I watched Encanto again, but then when I was watching it again, I was like oh I forgot I seen this already. So <laughs> you're right, H. There's too much content out there, and so much, so much pressure to try to get, you know, I, I, I get on top of everything, because you know, like I, I joke around with Squid Games. Everybody talks about Squid Games. It's 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 popular. It's it's what popular culture is right now. And um, you know, I've seen those. I've uh, like th- that little pencil topper that Lewis uh, has. I turned to my my wife and is is that is that Kenny from South Park? You know, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> oh God, I can't unsee it now. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I think we are at the t- uh, at that time where we are done with our talking. Great yeah. stuff, guys. I re- uh, so for some for a topic I didn't know what we were talking about. Um, I thought this turned out really really well, you know. Um, unlike some of the the recommendations that Lewis and uh, Kersha has, um, I'd actually be willing to listen to this uh, over again. Wait, I think the yeah. overall the overall um lesson that people need to learn here is that when Harold recommends stuff, it's gold. It's good because as Lewis said, there wasn't going to be a topic called Harold is right. <laughs> and yeah. when, I, I don't know if that's the name of the topic again but that's kind of just the overall tendency everybody needs to learn is Harold is right so. and when yeah. it's something that when it's something that Lewis and Kersia has it's um it's like a a, a long a long long yeah. long 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 like <laughs> epic thing that you have to sit down for, for a long yeah. time for. you have oh you have to pay attention to it Ooh, that's it that's that's where you lose Dennis guys and he's out <laughs> Yeah. He can only follow the he can only follow the yellow brick road until he can see it, and then after that, it's done. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I did enjoy the look back, and I do appreciate Lewis the challenge that you pressed upon us with creating superlatives. Super <laughs> oh my god! At least it wasn't a shark. At <laughs> least it wasn't a shark. <laughs> on that note, I think that's that's the greatest way to end the show today. 
Um, thank you guys. This has been another episode of the Dorkiest Timeline Podcast, the tangents of the two fanboys and one filthy casual podcast. My name is Krija. I'm Dennis. This is Lewis. And I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you next month. We'll talk about what else Harold is listening to. We'll see if Krija has a heart and actually watches Encanto. I, I will. I will. <laughs> Question mark. No, no that I will. Episode. That'll be the episode. She'll watch it and uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs>